I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Down with this sort of thing. Careful now. FM 104. Definitely would have fit into down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Honor, honorable mention for uh, John Kellogg and the uh, the Stop Having Sex Brigade from back in the 50s. Now, though, on to some of the weirder stories from all over the world. If we have missed anything this evening that you think was really weird that made you kind of go, ah, hang on a second, what? Do let us know. 0876797104. Story number one. You know the way they say guys with big cars are compensating for something? Yes, I have heard that. Um, haven't been with anyone with a big car, so I don't know if it's true. Okay, you haven't done the research? Haven't done the research on that one yet. But maybe maybe if you're listening and you have, maybe you can testify to that being true or not being true. But it's always the thing, big car compensating for something else. Oftentimes people will use physical items to compensate for something else. They have found, though, this is mad. Monkeys with smaller testicles scream louder to compensate. Really? Yeah. This is really weird. So, um, there is a bunch of monkeys. What are they called? They're called howler monkeys. And they have found that the howler monkeys with the smaller private parts actually scream a couple of decibels louder than the other males who have, who are better endowed. And this is as a way to try and attract, they have found, attract mates and keep predators away from thinking that they're lesser monkeys. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because mm. I thought maybe it was during when they're having sex that they're howling. No, no, this is, this is before any of that has happened. This is just biologically and physically when they're out in the wild. And they want to get a mate. They want to get a mate. They want to, I suppose, move up the hierarchy of monkeys that they're in their little monkey tribe with. So this is the study that has found that they, the, the monkeys that scream the loudest, they tend to have smaller testes and a shortage of sperm compared to Ooh. their peers, compared to their peers, right? So as you know, there's loads of different reasons why they have postulated why this might be happening. So one of the researchers gone on to say in this study, this is an actual study, by the way, they're not just making this up, that and maybe that investment in developing a large vocal organ and roaring is so costly that there simply isn't enough energy left to invest in testes. So while they have larger vocal cords, they haven't got enough stuff left over to pack down there. Um, then they say, go on to say, alternatively, using a large vocal organ for roaring may be so effective at d- deterring rival males that there is no need to invest in large testes. So it might be a case of if you can ward someone off by screaming that you don't actually need to 
pack a, a big package down there. And that's apparently exactly what it is. Because I read this and I was like, oh, the poor monkeys who are kind of having to overcompensate from not being well endowed are all the other cooler monkeys sitting back just being chill going, don't mind him, ladies. Look at this. Turns out, though, that the monkeys that scream the loudest get more partners and get more mates. Oh, well, then the other ones should um, get on board with that. But I was kind of thinking, if that was the case, the difference between humans and monkeys, monkeys don't wear clothes. Mm. So the females see straight away. They're like, oh, oh, you've got a small... Right, I'll okay. just go with him instead. But what if he can scream really loud now? Well, actually, he can keep, he can keep predator away. I wonder if that would happen with the... You'd wonder, wouldn't humans you? Humans, too. Yeah, so it, it maybe adds something to the fact that... Uh, those people who make a hell of a lot of noise in the world are overcompensating for something else. You know, people who are influencers. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. People like that. But there you go. Monkeys have to compensate. Monkeys with smaller testicles are compensating by screaming louder and their whole biology has evolved to adapt to that. But ironically, they have overtaken the larger males, shall we say, in the pecking order and get more mates. So there's an interesting one for you now. thought that was a little bit random. Second story today, uh, yoga is banned in schools in Alabama. Yoga is meant to be really good for you. I've never done, well, I've done it once, but not properly. Yeah. But everyone seems to be doing yoga these days and there's loads of kids' classes going, going around. So why would they ban it? Now, one of the reasons I think is, like, yoga is, is a religious philosophy as much as it is. Uh, mindfulness practice, you know, where it's all about breathing and techniques. It's it's a religion, technically. Yoga is a is a Eastern religion, and even according to the Catholic Church, yoga is deemed to be a part of the occult. So the Catholicism would have banned yoga for years because anything outside of our belief system is evil and is witchcraft and needs to be burned at the stake. So the Catholics would have uh, hated yoga as well because they were like, no, this is really really bad. But over in uh, the United States. In school, public schools in Alabama, you are banned from actually practicing yoga. So they say yoga, along with hypnosis, meditation, and guided imagery exercises, are officially prohibited in the school, uh, in the state's public school classrooms. And this goes back to 1993 when they brought this in, deeming it as uh, inappropriate, saying that things that are suggestive that come with some sort of philosophy that you're there and put students in a suggestive state is not allowed according to the rules. Well, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, Come on, when it's you, good for you. When you did yoga, were was it just the breathing exercises or were you... Because I know people who've gone to yoga classes and it was a little bit different from what they expected. And again, I, I apologise, if you were a yoga teacher or go to yoga on a regular basis, I'm not saying is it culty, but are there some sort of life philosophies or teachings as opposed to just something like Pilates, which is just, here, stand in pain for four minutes and then we'll, we'll make it do it. So was there, were they telling you different things about the world and your chakras and what all these things meant and what you should believe about the world? I went to an outdoor one that was free actually in, was it Marion Square a few years ago? And uh, you had to bring your mat. Now I turned up in jeans and runners and she was like, no, what are you doing? (laughs) So anyway, everyone was looking at me for the whole thing but it got very relaxing. You did the downward dog. That was one I remember. Can't be doing that in schools now. It's very inappropriate, you know. Uh, It's not sexual for God's sake. But anyway, it was really relaxing. Um, I don't remember going into great detail about anything uh, like that I didn't understand. Yeah, if you're coming back from a yoga class right now and you can fill us in on, let's say, the philosophical teachings of yoga as to why it mightn't be allowed in Alabama, which I'm going to say is a very Christian state, yeah. very Republican conservative state, they might be like, none of that in here now. Um, let us know. But there you go. Yoga is banned in Alabama 
in public schools, so you're not allowed to practice or teach, along with doing, you're not allowed to do guided meditation, you're not allowed to do hypnosis, you're not allowed to do any of that sort of stuff. It's against their rules because yoga is part of the dirty occult now, and we can't be inviting that in. So how do you de-stress? They go to the gun range. Oh, they want you to be stressed. Um, they maybe do dive. gun yoga. Breathe in, and shoot sh- out. Oh, there we go. Um, so that is that. Yoga's banned in Alabama. So if you're planning on traveling the world as a yoga teacher, don't bother going to that part of the world. Next. Uh, one of the funniest stories I've seen in a long time. It revolves around a pensioner over in the UK called Keith Tisson. Keith Tisson. And what he decided to do was turn his front garden hedge, which was a very large hedge, into a, a piece of art. Oh, he's I've seen that. sculpted it into different pieces. So mm. he's a former, he's 84 years of age, and he is a former art teacher from a secondary school. And he's coming out asking for the public's, public's help for people to stop doing certain things to the hedge that he made. Oh, no. Are they throwing litter in the hedge? They're... <laughs> their joke having sex with his hedge in his front garden what yeah it's really funny so he decided to paint his hedge like one of those French women okay. and the hedge is a woman lying down with an, a nude woman lying down right kind yeah. of in that sexy pose that you remember from the Titanic right but it's a hedge except it's a hedge but it has the legs it has the chest it has the breast it has the head mm-hmm. so unfortunately it's on like the walk home from the local pub Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and lads and ladies are coming down with possibly one or two more than they should have on them. Mm. And they are unfortunately stripping off and humping his head. Oh, they're actually stripping off and humping the head. Uh, the head. The head, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's happening is it's damaging the head. And he's coming out saying, I've spent ages doing this up and now you're destroying it. So pieces are falling off. It's looking really shoddy. But what, what kind of makes it... Not, not that I'm saying he deserves this, but he's setting it up for this to happen because the name of the woman that he decided to base this on. So this is called Gloria, is the naked hedge lady in his front garden. But she is a former prostitute from the area in Sheffield where he's from. So she's a streetwalker that he says doesn't really know that well. He said uh, he wasn't deeply acquainted with the real Gloria, but he uh, started by doing a figure of a monster which was headbutting a lamppost at the end of his garden and then it developed into this monster defending a maiden and then it developed into naked Gloria out in front on his street, on, a, on his front path in his front garden and then people were like, this is gas! And then they started being very inappropriate with a hedge in his front garden. Well, so it is kind of weird so. and kind of funny. Bit, yeah. I mean, does he have a wife? Like, would she be happy with that? Divorced. I okay. I'm starting to see, is there... There's a crack there, yeah. Just something going on. Maybe Gloria was the cause of the affair. Maybe he fell in love with Gloria. Maybe he did. And, and then, then she left him. And then he decided to put a hedge in her honour. Yeah. And now people are trying to have sex with the hedge. And it's just like, yeah, what did he expect? Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. What did he expect? Now, I'd like to say that I wouldn't, you know, take part in something like that on the way home from the local <laughs> in Sheffield. But I've just lost my mind at finding out where cornflakes comes from. So I'm pretty sure... You probably could. I wouldn't try and have sex with the hedge but I would definitely take a picture you definitely would you would take a picture yeah Yeah. so there you go that's over in Sheffield if you're over that part of the woods in the next while maybe look out for Gloria the naked hedge lady and uh, try keeping good order and don't destroy it too much Um, two final stories about Germany one might be PC culture gone mad I don't know how you feel about PC culture going too far Uh, this one's a bit of a weird one but an 8 year old in Germany 
decided to one night steal his parents' car and went for a bit of a joyride and was pulled over on the autobahn a few hours later. That's extremely dangerous. How did they even reach the pedals? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say how tall he was. Tall he, wa- he was. He was in a uh, Volkswagen Golf and it was an automatic. So obviously slightly easier to drive than a manual because yes. it's kind of just like a go-kart. But guess how fast he reached on the motorway. Oh, God. This is terrifying. And imagine your eight-year-old stepping into your car. Like, you leave the keys on the table for two seconds. You sit down to just relax after a long, hard day of trying to keep a child alive, which I can imagine is slightly difficult at the best of times. He grabs the keys, sneaks out, and clocks 140 kilometers an hour on the motorway over in Germany. And he didn't kill anyone or crash or anything else. He He made it home alive. Uh, Yeah, he made it home alive. He had actually gone so fast that he made himself feel ill. And he pulled over into the hard shoulder, put the hazard lights on, and his mum was driving around after him and found him. And he was like, I feel really sick. That's why I stopped. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, thank God he did. Mm, I know, because it would have been a far, completely different story. Wow. If that didn't do it. But So the boy told police, I just wanted to drive a little before repeatedly bursting into tears. Oh, oh that is kind of sad. But fair play to him for being able to actually drive the car. Do you think the, par- no, do you think the parents are liable here for this now? Joyriding. I blame the blading parents. Like, do you think they have any responsibility? How would you feel if your son went joyriding at eight years of age and clocked up 140 kilometres an hour? Like, are they going to get charged or done? Is that neglect or is that... But I think, like, for the most part, eight-year-olds don't think to take the keys of a car to drive. I know, yeah. Maybe when you're 15, 16, but not eight. So, you know, if you were in the kitchen and they were in watching TV... You don't expect them to take your keys and, and head out the car. So no, it's all the parents' fault. Now, it, the mother went on to tell police that he had previously driven cars on private property and that he's a big fan of bumper cars and go-karts. Oh, well, then I'd hide the keys and I would like, realise that he that's... probably could do this any day. Yeah, so crisis averted. Eight-year-old boy went joyriding and clocked up, uh, top hit a top speed of 140 kilometres an hour Thankfully, nothing happened to him and nothing happened to anybody else. But uh, there you go. So, he could be the next Lewis Hamilton. Uh, he could be or the next joyrider who winds up with a string of 700 convictions and then is let off again. He's like, we'll give one more chance now, okay? <laughs> That's the justice system here. I know, but like, if he does something like that again, could we put him home? Could we be taken off his parents? Never drive again? God. Who knows? Who eight. knows? Yeah, eight. Which, which, which is mad. Eight. Um, final story this evening. We're sticking in Germany and... Is this PC culture gone mad or is this just a really stupid decision that wasn't caught earlier on? So there is a fairground over in Germany called Tatsmania. So this has loads of roller coasters and, you know, their version of a Thunderland kind of thing. Yeah. So it has those roller coasters, it has those other kind of rides that just pull you up in the middle of the air and spin you around and just do mad stuff, right? Yeah. One of those kind of places where you would go. They had to close one of their rides recently because, and how to describe this the ride is one of those ones that you would sit in and then it will lift you up off the ground and then just spin you around, right? Okay. But then what would happen is as you're spinning around really fast the ride starts angling itself up so not only were you starting off spinning around, let's say on the ground you then turn up sideways Yeah, I've been on one of them. So you're spinning Upside down, nearly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, you're going from on the ground left to right to kind of up and down spinning, if that makes sense. But what they happened was is that on this on this machine, 
there are like four different seating areas connected in what looks like kind of like a cross. Yeah. And that spins around. So that's like a, a cross that has these seats at the end of it that spins people around. When it moves up to the side, it turns out that whatever way this has been designed is that it looks like a swastika. Oh, for God's sake. So you have this ride in Germany, which is up on its side at the opening, and people suddenly started videoing it and then going, oh, hang on. It looks like... That actually looks exactly like a swastika. Now, people went so mad and were so, quote-unquote, outraged that there was a massive petition online and they are after forcing the theme park to stop this and take it down. So I'm wondering, is that that gone too far or is the fact that you didn't... It was an Italian company that designed this. But you, you would have thought maybe they would have copped this before they actually went ahead and built it. Maybe they did on purpose. Well, just, they don't care. Just being... Just being dicks. Yeah. I'm going to send this over. So what they're going to do is uh, they have to take it apart now and just put three seated areas up there instead of the four just so it doesn't offend anyone. A few people were like, ah, it doesn't matter, I don't care. Um, someone who they interviewed... You're going on a ride. Yeah, I know. Like, you're not going there going, oh, am I offended by this now or not? It was 2019, you have well, to... just have fun. You have to look out for things that offend you all the time. So, listen, maybe you think that that's just in bad taste and they shouldn't do anything, especially in Germany with the whole... Uh, Nazi side. Maybe, let's get more conspiratorial on this, maybe it was a right-wing nut who engineered the thing and, 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 and engineered the swastika into this and other rides to try and subtly reinforce Nazi propaganda around the world via his rights. Conspiracy stuff. I don't think so. I, I don't think know. They, I think people need to just uh, chill. Chill. I don't just know. <laughs> more important things to worry about. If you're going to a theme park have fun you know but how can you have fun if you're being offended okay I was having so much fun until keep I just them on the roller coaster yeah go, go cop on now so uh, this is what one of the owners of the park has said first of all I would like to emphasize that I would like to apologize with all uh, to all persons who feel disturbed and insulted by our design and he added that the ride will be redesigned with three spinning eagles rather than four I bet there's going to be a problem with that one as well yeah there'll be some Three would be maybe some pyramid reference. It'll be some three now means that it'll be Illuminati confirmed because it'll move into a like triangle. Oh, yeah, there will. There'll be a problem with it. So that is over in Germany. There was a Nazi theme ride, I don't know what you'd call it, in a place called Tatsmania. And they have now had to take it down. So you can Google that as well. If you want to check it out, just kind of Google the, the the Nazi theme park in Germany and you will see it. And you'll see the video yourself as well, which does show, like, it, it definitely does look like a swastika. But I, I don't know. You can't, you can't, can't, can't put a foot right these days in no, 2019. you can't please everyone. It's the same with um, somebody complained recently, I've seen it in the paper, about uh, bread that they bought. Grain, you know, mm. with grains in it. Yeah. There was too many grains in the bread. Oh my God, well that's, come on, legitimate complaint. Do they have a number of how many grains they wanted? Like a seven. I was asking for seven yeah. grains in my bread. So there you go, that's the same with that sort of thing. Careful now, if you want to get... Uh, any of the stories that you see, a quick mention, I'll give you a shout out, 87 or you can drop an email to cormac.more at fm104.ie. Now, on the way next, we have to do the FM104, uh, the pub quiz this evening, which I believe is a special Rugrats-themed quiz. Yes, it is, and it's not hard. Right. So I'm putting it out there, it's not a hard quiz because I did kind of come to the conclusion that, you know, we're not six anymore we're not living back in 1992 is that how old it was well actually it's 91 oh god you know 
but we're not back there. So you have to be able to remember. Yeah. After that length of time. So That's fair enough. It's fine. It's an easy quiz. So if, if you were a fan of the Rugrats, you're going to know these these questions. Yeah, so if you did watch it back watch it back in the day and you can remember some of the basics, maybe things like who the characters' name were, where they lived, what kind of things happened in some of the more famous episodes. If you want to get involved and you want to be the champion of the Rugrats pub quiz this evening, 087-6797-104. Include Rugrats in your WhatsApp message and you could be coming on in just a few moments' time to play the Room 104 Rugrats pub quiz next. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.